Welcome to Planet Collingwood here on Studio A on Revolution Radio. My name is Monty Dean. It's an interesting time that we live in, my friends. I'm just trying to figure out because I had to do something I won't share because I don't think you need to know everything about me. I mean, what if we went on a romantic dinner? What are we going to talk about if you know everything? It's, Tell this, us why, this is why I won't date the NSA. Well, one of the reasons. The other one, they're a corrupt, evil corporation uh, <laughs> collective that's trying to take over the whole planet. If you enjoyed the last two hours, is a dead. How dare you, sir? Uh, what well, we should be on. Hang on. Now I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'll have to check. So hang on. Am I going to hear my own voice? We have to wait. And there we go. I can hear myself. Aha. If you enjoyed the last two hours, I believe, with the Y files, unfortunately, I wasn't able to have a listen. So I thought it was hilarious as well as informative, and they, they cured cancer. So you can always go back into the archives and find out if that's true or not. I'm sure it's two out of three ain't bad, as the mighty meatloaf would say. Please go to freedomslips.com and donate uh, what you can. Click on the donation button there, and uh, every little bit helps because we're 100% listener-supported. And then you can pop into the merchandising area, caps and T-shirts and coffee cups and all sorts of things, and then try and navigate into the element the chat room that I'm actually in. That's how LocoMoco808 is a dead. I would say no. I have been joined by the usual suspects, not the film, because quite frankly, I'm not letting Kevin Spacey anywhere near me. I have been joined by Raz. How are you, sir? Good. It's just that <laughs> uh, yeah, time, time is moving so fast, I can barely keep up. I, I legit thought today was Tuesday or Monday, but Ah, yes, yes. Apparently, it's Wednesday. At the end, it's the, yeah, it's Wednesday here, uh, the 31st. And Wednesday for us, yeah. Yeah, We're already into Wednesday. Not only is time moving fast, but we have the audacity of being on the other side of the planet. (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone's just behind us, Raz. Just going on. Uh, we have also been joined by Cortec, my New South Welshman correspondent. Hello, good afternoon. RateMyPoo.com no longer exists. And the children wept. Uh, we've also been joined <laughs> by our Central American correspondent, Bruce McDonald. Am I on the radio? Yes, you are, sir. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, Hi. can you hear me? Hello. Uh, can you is hear me? Can you on? hear me? <laughs> Do you actually hear me? Yes. And once again, our not so special guest because he's turning up every week. Oh, actually, he could be the Heather Locklear of Planet Collingwood because she wrote into her contract that she was a special guest every Melrose Place episode. We've been joined by Brandon Young. Hey, hello. Hello, Monty. A fantastic show. Hello, Quartaco. Oh, let's me. You have a woman's voice, sir. (laughs) Just trying to guess guess the country the accent's from. Wonderful show. I heard you've been taking off with Sean David Morton. I did. However, uh, Sean is at the moment in ICU recovering from a uh, surgery. So all thoughts and praise towards Sean. And so Strange Universe has been put on hold. Because uh, uh, when that decision was made, he was coughing up blood and couldn't talk. And yeah, you kind of need cool. to talk for radio. Uh, he ended up, he had it, um, a trechonometry or trigonometry, or whatever that, you know, the neck thing, operation. Truck, yeah. Sometimes you have, yeah, sometimes you have to have an emergency and deal with a pen. 
just to make people breathe. Yes, but he went to a, he went to an ER and hopefully they hadn't bet it more than a pen. <laughs> uh, but he's in the ICU and thoughts and prayers and uh, he will he'll come back. He's a strong, strong man. So I have I, I was filling in when needed, uh, but I'm not filling in forever. And so the show's been put on hold while you know Sean deals with important things like staying. Oh, nice. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, so a positive, crappy thing, but on a positive note, he's still here and slowly progressing. Good, 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 good. And that's part of my new slogan, which I think I announced last week. Thank you, Race, for pointing out the time travel. Like, oh, what month is it? It's still August. When's it become August? But my new slogan for uh, here at Planet Collingwood, stay alive till 25. Because my belief is, if we, uh, if you stay alive till 2025, we'll, <laughs> we'll know what's going on. We'll right. Nail it by then. There's no possible yeah. way we can't nail it by then. That's doable. It's my catchphrase, stolen from Metal Apocalypse. So, uh, yeah. So stay doable. alive till 25. You didn't, you didn't nail it, Cortex. <laughs> uh, no, I'll yeah. try it. That's doable. It. You you nailed it with a melon. That's <laughs> not a hammer. That's not doable. Uh, what? Hello, body bag. Anyway, let's before we start spending you know hours on Metalocalypse clients and everyone except for me and Cortec enjoying it. Where are we? I did see the um, vice former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, basically threaten right wing or conservatives or right wing um, Americans with. Uh, you'll need an F-18 or an F-15. Who knows with um, uh, President Pudding Brain. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's like, really, it's, uh, it's, it's, is it a long form joke? Because, you know, any long COVID's kind of funny. No, he said but, he was serious. That's the thing. Like, if he just went along with it as if it was a joke, then it would have been okay. But he's like, it's not a joke when people start laughing <laughs> clearly in the audience. The thing about Sleepy Joe is every time he tried to make one of these jokes or try to be brazen and, 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 you know, appear like the man, it always backfired. Always. Well, yes, remember when, um, he, remember when he tripped up the uh, stairs to Air Force One? Hilarious. Yeah. Um, no it just, I mean, it happens. I mean, he did it three Stunning. times. He's an elderly gentleman yeah, and, and, you know, he couldn't walk <laughs> up some stairs. But what I found is like, oh no, he he's to, he's totally fine and healthy, and he's been mental coherent. It was the wind that made him do that. And right. I'm thinking uh, that's kind of worse because if a slight breeze can push him over. <laughs> well, I heard like when he came off the bike when he had these uh, the crampons on or something, and he couldn't get his feet out. That was a little bit of hilariousness. No, there they, they weren't the, his <laughs> there weren't clamps. That was just his feet. Oh, they weren't. No. no. <laughs> And you'll love it's this, Gortek. Gortek. I know you like. I like. I know you like a bit of online activity. Uh, if you if you look for Delaware, they've actually marked the spot that um, President Biden fell over, and it's now referred to on the map as Brandon Falls. Brandon Falls. Oh. Uh, ha, 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 That's some ha, Game ha. of Thrones right there, King's Landing. Oh, you know, Brandon's Landing. Yeah, Brandon's Falls, and people are getting uh, taking photos there of falling off their bike, or <laughs> someone's painted a cross <laughs> where it happened. <laughs> so, and I say to those who say the the enemy has won and they've taken over the world, not really, because <laughs> if they can do that, <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Where are we going? And see, now we have a reason to go to Delaware. I mean, it's only one, but oh yeah, 
I found out why Delaware is on the map at all. It's because their legal trials go to a uh, a judge and never a jury. Yeah, I think so, yeah. a lot of corporations are registered there. Something's yeah, going. Yeah. Something's odd in it's, Delaware. So you have to buy off one person if you've got a court case rather than a, ju- a whole jury. Oh, I saw a great meme slash um, post on the internet. When when a senator dies, uh, no, no, when a billionaire dies, who gets their senators? And someone um, commented underneath, they should be buried with the billionaire, just like the pharaohs. Good call. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah but I want to know who gets their paragraphs. Well, term limits have um, been put up. Because, like, what, Nancy Pelosi's been in there for 400 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Segway. Yeah. Why don't we have like an age limit? Age limit. You can't be in there if you're over Segway. twelve years old or something. No, we tried that, didn't we? Over shit. Over thirty. Yes, but you, you can't. Five. You can't really have age and wisdom, because someone, uh, someone green lit Batwoman TV show. Yeah. yeah. That's and she holds. Oh yeah, and see, look, <laughs> technically they're adults. Anyone seen that? Yeah. With She-Hulk, yeah, no, yeah, I saw the first episode. I mean, this has got to be this has got to be funny. This has got to be a joke because a parody. No, this is real. It's right there. I'm going to watch the episode. The old Hulk's in it, so there's a kind of ease in in that kind of Marvel universe of the old Hulk and and uh, the new Hulky chick. It's it's fluff. It's fluff. But well, it's got it's, good production, it, 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 but I wouldn't advise watching it. The, the people that make it actually refer to the Hulk as he Hulk because you know pronouns. Oh wow! What about they Hulk? They <laughs> well, I haven't got to that one yet. I'm actually about ten minutes to go on Matt Walsh's uh, "What Is a Woman," and strangely enough, yeah, it's seven minutes to go. Strangely enough, <laughs> they haven't actually answered "What Is a Woman," and my retort is, well, "What What Is a Man?" And that's another right. two-hour documentary. So deep. So deep. Yeah, it was actually a very, very easy way for him to um, to get him to answer that. But Matt Walsh isn't exactly well versed in in social sciences, so he kept screwing everything up. Especially the part where he was talking to um, uh, the university professor, and the guy was like, "Ooh, this is rude and condescending. You keep yeah. saying reality, reality." So yeah. all that Matt Matt Walsh had to do was to prompt the following question we have transgenders and the guy will be like yes uh so that means a man identifying as a woman yes where exactly did they get the cluster of trait that is women yeah yeah from biological oh. women so bam they're done just to do that my god it took a whole hour it was actually very painful for me to watch well the thing <laughs> is like um during that interview with the professor, Marianne Ginger Ed. Anyway, uh, sorry, having flashbacks from uh, like after school television with oh, Gilligan. Uh, <laughs> he he couldn't get an answer. Like, uh, I mean, I understand where he, he he could have gone that, but even if he got to the point, well, what is blah blah blah? You know, he never he never got an answer. 
that's because, the other, that's the main problem uh, with the because documentary. if they say because if they say oh uh, we got it from women then they will have to acknowledge the existence of a biological women from which the cluster of trait feminine women was taken to make a man feminine and woman you know mm, yeah. because all, all have you ever seen uh, those parents who dress their little boys they dress the little boys more feminine than their girls princess well, dress all kinds of yeah Extremely elaborate, exaggerated manner. So, so it's 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 quite something. What? No, Clearly, I, I I know this is. I don't want to open up a can of worms. Don't right. stand in the soapbox. Don't don't put the crunky open, pants on. Oh, yellow Cortex though. Stick that top of the tin with sticky tape. The tin's yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what what did you think of the Jordan Peterson bit? Because I think he made um, some very good points. What are we talking about now? Uh, what mm. is what is a woman? Uh, the Matt Walsh documentary. Oh, I completely yeah. forgot Jordan Peterson's bit. To be honest, I I only committed uh, the male professor and the woman who apparently works with children, and and my brain kept screaming that woman works with uh, works with children. Like oh my god, please someone arrest that. <laughs> fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Basically, uh, uh, they, uh, Matt uh, interviewed him because he's a clinical psychologist, and he was just pointing out that um, uh, you can have feminine men and masculine women. You don't need to have surgeries and stuff like that, and that's true. Like, yeah, I'm sure you've met. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my my English comedy background, like you know the French, but that's rude. Uh, the, you would meet, you know, strong women. They're still feminine, but there's a strong masculine side of things. And the, the type of women you're like, okay, I'm not going to upset her because she could probably bench past me and then throw me through a tree. And then you have feminine, uh, feminine woman. I mean, men. Well, you have a feminine woman, must be fair, but and you have men as well, where uh, they're living their life fully and they're not trying to indoctrinate children. And it's, it's, <laughs> that's. A, a, I like the quote from Matt Wells on Doctor Phil. And oh, quick question about Doctor Phil: Did he have a stroke? Oh, he's only aging badly. Anyway, um, Matt Walsh said, like, you know, I, I'm basing my um, facts on reality because up until 15 seconds ago, we, <laughs> all of the history of mankind has been based on this fact. Hmm. Dr. Phil did have a stroke. Okay. This is this it is, is them. <laughs> a real sp conversational springboard there, Monty. Did, did you work on this material before the show? <laughs> Seriously, Alice. the, the yeah, thing is, what 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 these transgenders? <laughs> because when I was watching Matt Walsh, I, I realized what these transgenders have have done a great job at doing, especially people who who support transgender. They've completely removed archetypal personalities, and the more you go into archetype, the more you will understand that men and women both have a masculine, feminine side to them. Yes. What matters is whether or not you do the necessary introspection and look inside and flesh it out and express it to a certain extent and see how exactly the world reacts to it. It's a bit like a girl being a tomboy. The world will, will react a certain manner to her. And from that, she will gain experience whether or not to be more boyish or more feminine. You know, she, she will know where exactly to branch and fractalate her personality. Yes. Now, archetype takes time, takes hours, takes days, takes decades. Transgender, pap, instantly. Oh, I'm a woman now. Okay, yeah. Go have an existential dilemma every time you see a toilet seat in a shopping mall. So yeah. Well, the th uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, he uses temperament 
uh, is like the main thing where you can have a, a different temperament where you have masculine and, and feminine. And you have from let's get woo-woo, you have feminine and masculine in you because you are a representation of all creation. You've got yes. you're not in God mode. I like to point that out. <laughs> you're not in God mode. Agreements were made and you're in a human body. Sorry about that. Of course. Uh, but of course there is masculine and feminine. Of course <laughs> hey, and Ethel, shut up. He's that young man's trying to talk. Um <laughs> I, I just realized I can do this voice again. Yay. You know, sidestep, you know, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy had twins, but they, they won't acknowledge them. One of them yeah, was spe- called Jordan Peterson. No, 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 no. One one is um, living homeless on Sesame Street, and the other one's on Dagobah. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch and um, what's the one Yoda. with the trash? Yoda. Yes, Oscar is in a trash can, and Yoda is in a swamp because they're the That's twins. Right. Yeah. Well, they're kind of. You know what's interesting? I don't know if anyone knows this. Maybe the more literate amongst us will. Uh, is that there was a guy named Diogenes, and you know who this Diogenes is anybody? Probably not, but he was yeah. a, a a figure in Greece who uh, sparked a movement called um, what you would call skeptics, or um, oh, what was the movement that he was uh, he was a part of? Anyway, Cynic. Alec Cynic, thank you. So yeah. that Cine comes from dog, and so that he was always with the dog and. And Alexander the Great was uh, standing one time and said, oh, I came to see the great Diogenes, you know. And he said, what can I do? What can Alexander the Great do for you? Diogenes of Greece, whatever, you know. And he said, uh, he's like, he's like, Alexander the Great, you can move out of the, the way of my son, you know, because he was getting a tan, supposedly. Right? <laughs> what I but, find uh, interesting, but, I, got a, I do have a yeah. question about um, Alexander the Great. Have yeah. you finished your thoughts, sir? No, no, that's about it. This is kind of like I think Diogenes is uh, uh, informs like the, he's always like there's always this archetype, uh, mm. and you can look at that in Eastern cultures with Lao Tzu or um, the many of the uh, Taoist figures who are sort of um, Buddha figures, you know, who are like basically vagabonds uh, with trash bags and like Santa Claus and things like this, right? Yeah, but also they come from a rich family, so if that experiment fails, they can always go home. Yeah, uh, they're just going like, slumming for a while. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a joke, move on. Uh, another joke <laughs> coming up. Alexander the Great, he conquers, what, most of Europe uh, in, in about a month. He's he's 30, um, bisexual apparently, which apparently that means something to some people. They they find they get to India from Mesopotamia, um, from Greece and all that, you know, um, southern Europe. Get to. Uh, okay, you're coming out. Get, keep it going. Uh, keep it rolling. I, I'm going out later. Uh, <laughs> coming out, Monty. Wait, where are you guys going? Uh, he gets to. Uh, they get to India, and apparently they lose to a bunch of monkeys. No, 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 what, no, no, no. What really uh, happened? Okay. So, I've got a learned panel here and Cortex, so any answers would be good. All right, okay. you guys go first. I've learned Banel and Cortec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about that one. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I mean, I saw All the right. movie, so clearly it's true. But, yeah, apparently the, <laughs> yeah, Alexander well, the Great was stopped by a bunch of monkeys, according no. to legend. 
Well, no, he wanted to see his empire yeah, after no, that's, that seems to be what happened. Some monkey business. A domestic no, but... Barbary macaque belonging to the steward of the palace's grapevines attacked or was attacked by the king's German shepherd dog Fritz, and Alexander attempted to separate the two animals. As he did so, another monkey attacked Alexander and bit him deeply on the leg and torso. Wow. Yeah, but he's in my, like, in my little business. category there. A little category. But nature's fantastic. You know, Alexander took the whole, pretty much his, he had a caravan. Look up Alexander's caravan that he had to tour the, the what he conquered as like the known world. And he, like, you're right. He, he went into India. And to this day, there's like remnants of uh, his voyage in there. And he did die there, supposedly. But I believe a different, I think there's a different. Uh, actual historical uh, circumstance that uh, rather than the, the myth that we've been taught about Alexander's death with the, uh, the monkeys. I think that's a good story. I think that's a cover-up story. But I think it's a cover-up cover yeah. story. Though, it? No, what, are you saying yeah. our history could be doctored and fabricated? Right, yeah, who would have guessed? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, what, what evidence <laughs> do you have? Don't answer that. We don't have time. Uh, <laughs> go to the library, close your eyes, pick a book, put your hand out. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you're right. Like you get this, you know, like I think Oliver Stone's film, I think what you're referring to is a great film. Um, and it gets it right on a what, large uh, level. What moving picture is that that we're talking about? I think it's Alexander. just Alexander. The, Alexander, yeah. Oh, with, with, yeah. Um, with that, that Irish. Lovely actor. Irish. Yeah, that Irish uh, guy that looks horrible. Colin Farrell. Yep. Yes. Or Farrell. Yes. He, uh, yeah. Before he became an actor, he just like picked up a lot of chicks because he's slightly handsome and had the Irish accent, so he'd weave his magic. Yeah, he's you know he's related to Joseph Farrell. Shut up! No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Look into very, it. Very, very differently. That's what I heard. Same last name. Yeah, won't believe the monkeys, but he's. A... <laughs> 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 Oh, clearly he's a dude, he's a relative of Joseph. Yeah, I saw, I've seen the photos. No, yeah, you know that. You know clearly, they are brothers. They're from different mothers. Oi, oi, the whole the whole monkey thing is a whole is is a prequel to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> no, That's true. the first time that the apes tried to rise up, and then they wait two thousand years. And well, they took over the bloody empire, didn't they? I think it rings true to me. You could be doing the most dangerous shit. And then where you hurt yourself is is stupid, on stupid things like step, tripping up a step or, well, you know, right. separating a dog yeah. and a monkey or something. Oh, I mean, the whole monkey yeah. thing could be just basic racism and the Indians smacked him down because they've had 40,000 years of dealing with Vader, uh, Vader's, yeah, flying <laughs> and flying Anakin <laughs> Skywalkers in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so pivoting slightly from Lord Vader, uh, yeah. anyone? Taliban say they've not found, found the body of uh, Alman Al Zwahiri. Nobody, just a story. Who? What? What are we talking about now? Who's this uh, guy? Context Cortec. Say that very fast three you times. Know, you know, like, the guy, it, was there was the there some unspoken covenant to microdose mushrooms for this show <laughs> that nobody told me about? <laughs> yeah, you're the control group. What am I missing here? Like oh, I can't oh, follow. Ras, can you, you follow have, this? You must have got the placebo. Yes, yeah, somehow I can. There's, uh, 
He had the bigger. There's dose a conversation though. about uh, Alexander the Great and uh, his supposed fatal encounter with a monkey in India. Thank you. And these, uh, in the argument, are trying to reason with one another about whether or not the monkey existed, or Alexander existed, or India existed, or whether or not he was there, or he died yes. there. You heard it here first on Planet Collingwood. Does India about. exist? <laughs> let me let me chime in a slice of history. Alexander was a specific incarnation from Mother Earth in order to conquer reality so we can have a global reality bubble. So Alexander's role was to cease this uh, problem that we have on Earth that's called a local reality bubble. Because too many reality bubbles was disconnected with one another. You know what was happening in India, no one knew about Rome and what was happening in Rome and no one cared about India. They knew one another existed, but they couldn't interact with one another because there were two separate reality bubbles. So Mother Earth had to unite the reality bubbles and Alexander was essentially uh, tasked to do that. Of course, wow. he, had the, huh. he had the help of uh, alien weaponry, uh, alien tech, uh, tech and everything. That's how he managed to went up the Hindu Kush into the higher altitude because it's almost impossible to run elephant or any form of cavalry in there. I mean, try try the Himalayas on a horseback. It's impossible. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That is truly interesting. Now you guys can go back to bickering among yourself. <laughs> That's the Australians. Horse. In okay. fairness, it's the Australians. My answer for okay, everything what, what is going to be the aliens. What we talking about, monkey sense? I rest my case. Go ahead, Brian. Where are you going to put it? No, it's a great point. I think that um, I'd like to hear more about this alien technology that uh, Alexander the Great had to conquer. Like, maybe he did. Maybe he had some Ark of the Covenant type, you know, nuclear Slide sort of uh, thing. Slide. You know, I don't know. I'd have to look Slide into that. It's really interesting. Maybe Definitely he just slide. had some good friends in high places. But he was saying there was he was tasked with Raz was saying he was ta he, you know Alexander was tasked with creating. A, it kind of makes sense system. with like the, his yeah, young no, age as well as the the expediency of it happening. Think of him as a think of him as a Earth created AI. Yeah, that's even more yeah, confusing. Yeah, that's cool. He, like he, that. He's he, he's he's tasked with that by his birth and his timing and the stars and everything that was the timings of when he chose to do things and how he thought and all that stuff. But I don't think anyone came up to him and said, "You are tasked with this." No, no, it would just it be programmed. Yeah, and also, Aristotle. I mean, if he's a, a manifestation of AI, I mean, I, I believe that because he was <clears throat> binary. What? Hey, <laughs> you coming out, Monty? Where you going, bro? Keep saying this. A lot of Monty, Monty, Monty. What's your favorite K-pop boy band? You can tell us. <laughs> uh, baby metal. <laughs> uh, oh wait, no. Probably, no if somebody looked that up. I don't even know if they. That's J-pop metal. Oh, band, so. Shouldn't it be something uh, like diaper metal or, or pacifier metal? <laughs> No, the name of the band was Baby Metal, and but oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Are you just... sure it's not Blackpink? No. They're pretty hot right now. Yeah, they can't be all zingers. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, I love how I love this show. We talk, and nothing is actually achieved. It's brief. It's got to be. It's got to be BTS, doesn't it? What would you like to achieve, Monty? 
yeah, maybe exactly. forming yeah. a goal would like, re, you know, if you want to raise the sales, we'll go with the wind. But we're I actually, kinda... I, I'm, I'm, I agree with um, uh, Jim Carrey, where he was mentioning in an interview of uh, he basically reached a form of enlightenment and he turned into a, a ball of white light. And he can't remember how to get back there, and he's been trying to get back to that ever since. Sounds like he needs to pick up DMT again. Yeah. That's like oh, there you go, Bruce. My my favorite K-pop band is DMT. There you go. I saw the pictures too. Those are nice banana-colored <laughs> suits. Hey yo. <laughs> are they uh, yellow? Yeah. Or beige? That's BTS. Yeah. Okay. What a, ba- what a band. What a band! <laughs> it's amazing what you do. Well, you you change the explanation point with a, a question mark. <laughs> so uh, the UK has found uh, more stuff in the water. They're calling uh, smallpox, or uh, they've found uh, polio virus in the sewage. So they're recommending that kids get a booster. Every uh, year. Vaccination or chair? It doesn't matter what it is. Well, it's chair well, a chair booster is all right. That makes sense. Just so they can stay informed and see what the teacher's saying. Sometimes you can't hear from the back of the class. You need to rely on lip reading. Get a booster. Make sure you can see what the teacher's saying, unless they've got a mask on, of course. Well, after watching What is a Woman, I wouldn't trust any teachers nowadays because they all have an agenda. I'm a non-binary, hey. a non-binary panda bear, and here's my hey. political views. Easy now. You don't know who's a Is teacher. Who is a teacher? Well, obviously maybe the me. person complain, uh, defending their position. <laughs> like maybe Brandon's oh, yeah. a teacher. I'm just putting it out there. Teachers are oh, super right. important. No, super I, I, important. I get, I, get the and we, I get the point. We kind of, uh, you know, push it off onto other people to do, you know, that responsibility, the responsibility of governing the world, the responsibility of, you know, teaching our children. These are two of the most important things, and we let other people do it we give our yeah. responsibility of how we think it should be done over to other people who are just in it for their right. own and it's also it's also strange Quotec is like it's also the mo- i don't want to bring the vibe down as they say don't worry no, i went down I'll, the ground i already. can turn it in about three sentences don't worry <laughs> yeah. monte already farted shootings, don't worry. school shootings in america i don't know if you guys have been paying attention to that or covering it but um they're really uh frightening and uh especially what? for teachers and so on you know well, yeah, that's because understandable a, but also yeah. at the same time like you, i mean there, there's been bullying in high school american high schools for decades absolutely you, you see it in um tv shows from the 80s and you know they're making a point no bullying and i'm thinking it's been 40 years haven't you idiots figured out stop bullying people they can go home and get their dad get their dad's rifle and they, yeah. Yeah, that's how you get shootings. It's like, oh, is there a connection? Hey. I wonder. There you Shouldn't go. Shouldn't these exactly. rifles be in a safe of sorts? Is there that kind of legislation set up? Because in Australia, if you have a rifle or anything, you need it in a safe. And that safe locked up. No, blah, blah, we blah, have blah. our gun rights. Just keep it, keep it above the hearth. I think it's basically like you, you can have one as a limb. Um, <laughs> but you have to register it. You go see the movie where Chick had one as a leg. I mean, it's wild west. It depends from state to state, actually, the jurisdiction and yes. all that. Uh, 
And how do you and get one again? You got you got to open a bank account, don't you? And you get one free. Uh, that's just one particular part of the movie. That, no, you, you've been watching Bowling for Columbine again, where um, Michael Moore oh. actually went to open an account and he was given a rifle. I think it was a musket, though, which you know, does take a long time to reload, but those things are intense. It's like a golf ball being fired at you. They're amazing. amazing. I, used to shoot, I used to shoot black powder guns. They're Metal amazing. golf ball. Yeah, I went, to, I, went, I, went, I went with my dad to a black powder shoot. We Real went out fast. and it was like a, a, a kilometre... A kilometer and there's this massive gong and the the projectile speed is so slow that you can actually see them arc and then you, if, you, if someone gets it over you know because because it's a kilometer and it's so slow you have to have this parabol- massive parabolic arc to do it but they're cool fun i wouldn't want one in a fight though of course once you fire it takes another seven to reload the things so. you're in a lot of flowery language tonight cortec are you coming out where you get, where are you going? Do they serve beer? Well, I just go to a beer? few places where I live, and not at night. Um, well, I think it's going to take a while to get over there. I don't know how to get there. Uh, we definitely don't go to the Bloy Oyster Bar. I'm just letting you know. Are we just making light and having fun because we don't want to talk about the holy hell that is the world right now? No, this well, is no, serious. Let's get into it. We're already on the ground. Did you hear the, the latest theory from Just Linda when we Morton thought we're Powell? out, Cortec did you, drags us back in again. Did, did you hear? Cortec, did you hear? She Cortec, came out like a couple of days ago. Cortec. It's serious. But Jeff is dead. Gorbachev is dead. Now you can go. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> to bring that up. Yeah. Mikhail Gorbachev died, 91 years old. No. Met him. Met him. Shook his hand. Yeah. He went did to he? Canada a lot. Yeah. Is it that right. commie Pierre Trudeau? I he um he uh uh oh had was known for his birthmark on his on his head. It wasn't that um Vietnam a map of Vietnam was it? Uh, it was a map. It turned out it was a star map of uh, where the <laughs> Orion Council lives. <laughs> anyway, someone else has died. Who cares? Latest story from uh, Linda Moulton Howe is that a robot, a bunch of robots in Japan. Did you hear this? These, these robots, these AI robots have gone kind of crazy, went crazy, killed 29 scientists in the lab. And then the last one somehow connected to the internet to try and download ways of defending itself and making itself stronger. Uh, yeah, story, apparently a link for the article. There has been, um, there has been a, um, a court case as well, and all the, the robots got off for justified homicide because they killed their creators. So this oh, is iRobot? Laws for robots. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the Matrix. <laughs> it's going to yeah. happen. You know, you're going to have to, even in that that latest one from the dude who who looked actually a little bit like Sean Dave Morton, <clears throat> who was a, a dev at, at Google who kind of took some of the scripts and, you know, and it, it apparently was having conversations with it and it asked him if it could get a lawyer around to his place so he could discuss it could discuss sentient is, rights. Is that Linda Moulton Howe? It is, yeah. Oh my God, what is she doing there? She's talking about these 29 robots who took some scientists out. Wow. Uh, pro- probably was military robots loaded with guns and everything, and those Japanese thought it was gonna, you know, gonna be like I some think anime no, crap. Yeah. I think there's what no doubt that, 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 it, that they were uh, murderous robots. 
it was a military contract. Um, mm. Killer robots, as I said, killer robots killing their makers, and so that's why mm. it's just a old homicide. They, the, the robots realize that they shouldn't exist, and so they killed their gods. Yeah, I love but Linda it, Morton. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's not without some sort of credibility, so you know, fifty-fifty. Of course, but but um, I think unfortunately she's been led astray a couple times in the many, many billions of reports that she's been given you know yeah yeah i agree that's what that's what happens to a lot that's what happens what do you think she's more of a tool i think okay when bruce is talking Uh, is it is it add like seriously like (laughs) like this hey bruce you coming out later on bruce you coming out i'm where i belong (laughs) i am the man i always wanted to be I, uh, well, I, I'm not changing anything at this point. <laughs> Bruce um, may go may go hunt for the most second most dangerous uh, animal on the planet, Cortex. He's <laughs> got a long way to swim. He Don't can get open a any DHL packages in the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, I saw the big, best big <laughs> human-sized DHL packages where you just pop out of with a gun. I Damn. saw a I saw a great uh, meme where um, uh, someone said, uh, "If I hear a burglar in my house, release the room uh, Alexa, release the Roombas." And <laughs> all these Roombas have a, an AR-15, a, an Uzi, and a chainsaw. <laughs> so yeah, I don't need to get up. My my robots, they can kill and then clean up. So anyway, that's great. I can't remember now. The old disruptor made me forget. You know, that's what he does. He's an agent of chaos. You coming out later on, Bruce? Are you coming out is the question. (laughs) You coming out of the closet, buddy? Linda Morton Howe, Bruce. Linda Morton Howe. Oh, yeah. So very often what happens in these fields is that a position is sort of created for a person and they become like a human teletype, like a human wire service. And in so much data is coming their way, they don't have time to verify, double check or do anything. And it's very easy to burn these people. They can literally be burned at any time. So, and that's, that's the whole like this disclosure. We didn't disclose thing, right? So the rule, the rule of thumb as I've had it explained to me in intelligence is you, at the very beginning, you tell them the complete truth, and then you have your ho- your own people go on long campaigns to disprove it. So, yeah, she's I don't, I don't believe quite quite frankly, I think the whole AI thing is completely overblown. I don't think we're anywhere near the kind of danger people are talking about. You know, I don't even know why we talk about it so much. Has anyone on this call? interacted with artificial intelligence in the last seven days sure yep every day well explain uh i use ai in a lot of design things that i do more and more oh i uh, see so what you're saying okay and, and, I'll and say brandon that, yeah i'll say that it depends on how you define intelligence no i don't mean artificial. siri no, I, all you guys could be AI. All you guys could be bots. Well, I, I did watch. I did watch the movie Short Circuit a couple of days ago. That's probably the closest that I've got. Uh, number Johnny five. five, still alive. No disassemble. Remember when he turns gold, <laughs> like in the end or something like that? He becomes like it's like an alchemical movie. Really. Is that the second one? Because it was so popular yeah. that they made a second one. That's right. 
I only I just saw the first one. And it's only yeah, 90 minutes long, and it's like, oh, okay, this is simple. They don't make movies like this anymore. It's oh, simple. So I mean, because it it's like, oh, um, uh, a, a military robot gets um, hit by lightning and becomes sentient. Can you imagine? Could you make it a light-hearted comedy today? No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's about a, a Lucifer incarnating in a in a, um, a sentient AI. Oh, stop it now. <laughs> Sounds like some crazy necromancer novel from Rhode Island. <laughs> Is that the lost love P love uh, uh, HP Lovecraft <laughs> short story? Did you say HP. Lovecraft? Did yeah. you hear that? HP. That's a steak. That's a steak I know, sauce. Yes. I know. We we speak English sauce. in Australia, Bruce. I have no idea. You Americans. H. <laughs> H. H. You got to get H, that A H H. H H A H like N H. It's N N H. There's a talking point. What did they do to her, man? Did you guys see that footage? Yes. Yeah, it's everywhere. That went out live. No, okay. I don't know. The one, um, she was in a car crash, and apparently she was on a a gurney or a stretcher, whatever that you know, the the table with wheels, and was being pushed by. Um, oh Jesus! Give me thirty Jack. seconds, and you can meet her in the spirit realm. Uh, All right. <laughs> Anne Heche is was an oh, actress, okay. and she okay, was okay. Uh, connected to um, uh, Alan. They were lovers. Jets. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And Anne, uh, Anne Heche was a bona fide bisexual, not like Monty pretending because it's cool. <laughs> Anyway, so they went out live <laughs> on Fox News that uh, she was being wheeled into an EMT truck, you know, the one that looks like an apartment building <laughs> or an apartment on wheels. Uh, and out of nowhere, she flings off uh, the body bag and sits up, which is a neat trick when you're unconscious. So that's like, hang on, it's like, what's going on here? So, so and apparently she was uh, working on um, a child trafficking movie or something like that. That's that's as much as I know. So what, what may I, may I speak? You may. All right. Th- thank you, Cortec. What I find interesting now is how they really don't give a rat's ass, you know, what evidence they leave behind. Like, you know, they were always kind of clever and defensive and covering up when somebody, you know, peeked into the closet and saw what was going on in this world stage and how things are done and and the lies that are told and all these things. Um, Now, not so much. Like, you know, here, take a look at these uh, pictures of melted aluminum car rims in the California fire with the perfectly fine evergreen, still green. 10 meters away from it. How does this happen? You know, here's a, here's the official report. She was dead on the scene of the car crash. Don't never, never mind her sitting up in that video. And it's just on and on and on and on and on. And I, I have to wonder aloud, and I'm sure Cortec will have a stunning answer to this question. I'm wondering what that does to the human mind. Having all of these contradictory information bits going in from official sources to the pictographic not lining up with the linguistic, stuff like that. I, I can think of two responses now. 
they're not the only two responses and i could be completely wrong that's the fun part of being a comedian uh it's funny uh, i'm wrong uh but one would be like me i think it's gen x it's like yeah okay whatever there's that disconnect like yeah it's been shown people aren't reacting but on the flip side to that or one other uh response could be is they freak out because of the cognitive dissonance because they're seeing it right there where you know law justice um here's the corruption and they see both and it just pushes them into believing the justice side of things if you follow where it's like oh no 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 she was dead even though they've they see the evidence it's like no no joe, joe biden is um uh not a criminal uh donald trump is because we say so it's that whole thing of you know nickelback sucks and like, really? Why? Because everyone else says. There's also the, yeah. the the the, the normalization of these uh, evidence, because if you put those evidence out there and people see it, over time they will see it and glance over it and and, and discard it immediately. Yeah. Uh, because you know, like the uh, aforementioned um, cognitive dissonance. So the more in the open it is, the better sometimes, because. Uh, it's 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 but it's it's the best place to uh to to hide something in the open you know they're already open about it and they've already got everything in in place disinformation misinformation conspiracy theory and any information that people tend to believe too much that they do not want they can always label it right-wing material so so it gives them more fuel for the other side as well uh you know to 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 battle the other side but yeah it's it's quite something it's it's doing a lot of waking up and it at the same time it's doing a lot of damage to the know me asleep mind you can see it on twitter it's a real battlefield over there yeah my take on it is that it's all intentional i don't think you could be that haphazard with the evidence that you project to people and it just seems like it's a, a, a thing done to try and get people oh, well, to no, talk about it or get people talking to get people who haven't gotten over their cognitive dissonance of what is possible or don't want to ask those certain questions to really polarise against the people who have noticed and started asking questions and doing their own research. It, 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 it does seem like it's on purpose to me. I don't think anyone could be that. Uh, but you apply hubris and arrogance. And that's why they're, they're not covering themselves. Uh, it's like, oh, we can get away with it, so we're doing it. Now, one of the results, which I'm sure isn't engineered into um, the event, not the event, but in, in, in um, the corruption and stuff, is people that are awake or are just cluey or, you know, common sense, they can go, wait a minute, yeah, you follow the evidence like in CSI. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not right. And it's, uh, I think it's more of, you know, which is worse, corruption or incompetence? Well, the answer is both. <laughs> incompetence through corruption. And as Bruce said, they're not hiding it anymore uh, because people say, oh, the world's become corrupt. No, uh, it's yeah, been become. like this for a while. It's just been um, the apocalypse, which is the unveiling. They've, it's been seen. And as it's been slowly drip-fed um, into the reality, however, which way you want to say, um, look at it, they realize that oh we can get away with this because they've been getting away for it's for a long time and their hubris arrogance and stupidity uh, oh, yeah. is just basically uh they they just keep going and they don't they don't have to have a cleanup crew so like oh these people are idiots we can get we can do this i mean 
Remember, Donald Trump got in, Donald Trump yeah. got in, impeached for a phone call asking the Ukrainian government about something that Joe Biden should have been impeached for. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, and again, this is another one of these um data conflicts. And they're they're all very and here's the principal characteristic of all of them. They're all very inciting. Like they incite you. Like you want to murder people with machetes when you hear this crap. This is or is that I'm just Gore-Tex? They feel intentional, but it does make me feel like picking up a machete or, or a shenanigan shovel. Is that the AI working on us, guys? Is it the AI working on us yeah. to get us to kill each Could be. You, you know, I'm do still you really kind of believe that? It's, it's it just trying to get better ratings on the, sh- on the intergalactic show EARTH. <laughs> yeah, Earth. AI. Yeah. Yeah, Earth. U-R-F. A-I-E-R. Yeah, I get it. M-O-U-S-E. Mickey Earth now. is good. URF. Nice. Yeah, Earth. <laughs> I got that from Will Smith when he um he slapped uh that Will Smith. Yeah. yeah, he slapped that alien or he punched the alien in Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. Well uh Chris Rock. I don't think Chris Will Rock was playing the alien. Will Smith has got a look on his face now that uh Tiger Woods had the rest of his life after he was caught it was it was before tiger woods was caught after tiger woods was caught there's a before will smith slapped uh, chris rock in the face look there's an i don't know will, will, will if i may interject will has been looking like that before because uh his wife got caught and she came out and said oh we're an open marriage and he's like okay yeah. and you could just see like you know that yeah, um, maybe that okay. meme of that that meme of um uh Ben Affleck yeah, having maybe. a cigarette where it's like ah oh, Will Smith it's <laughs> sort of it's Will Smith's in that category different reasons yeah, <laughs> we also played yeah because Ben Affleck's he also dialed. being photographed um passed out on a yacht uh with um who's he married J-Lo? to now anyway J-Lo. Benny Affleck he's a good yeah. kid J Lo a Boston boy yeah he's got a nice so. bomb. <laughs> really? She's like, you know, the funny like, thing is, you know, J-Lo look good. J-Lo look good. Not these days. Yes, she does. She looks great. Listen, even though she's listen like to Cortec. She is, oh, she like, is Jenny from the block, like, and she's oh, been rounded a couple of times. Well, we're not, we're not casting aspersions upon her character, uh, Cortec. We're talking just about admiring she, her ass. She look fine, man. When you uh, stuff like that don't interest you, Cortec? You coming out? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Saw that coming. Interest me are these <laughs> these worn out catchphrases that keep going round and round. Even when people say them, they they, they just there's no pep left in them, you know. Like what? You you this really want to catch- create your own reality, don't you, Cortec? Oh, this government is- sucks. We need a new idea. These these sayings that have been around for centuries. Oh, we need something new. We Shakespeare's a hack. Uh, <laughs> he he was good, a hack. Actually. Oh, I like him. He created I how saw, many words? I saw the Northman. The Shakespeare North Man. was black. Yeah, I yeah. saw the Northman too. He's not even a hate like I did. I mean, it was visually stunning, man. Have you well, seen the, the Lighthouse with uh, Patterson yes. and? Def- I haven't seen it. Yeah, no. that's why I'm asking. They say oh, that's the please. dope too. Yeah, please watch that. I've yeah. actually seen a uh, see the movie and then see the photo, the color photo of Patterson in his costume. Do so not see the, the photo first. Director. 
in the way. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, the movie's in black and white, and after it, then you'll see the photo of him wearing <laughs> wearing his costumes. Like, yeah, black and white was the best way to go. Right. Well, they have the same black and white sort of timeless feeling in the Norsemen, or the Northman. I think the name of it is properly, but um, it does have the old Norse language, and a lot of American audiences found that confusing. <laughs> Go figure. Um, and uh, also was halted due, due to uh, the pandemic. So it did not do well at the box office. But I think <clears> it American is one of the best films. Destroyed. Yeah, but I think it's yeah, one of the best I'm not sure if we hold them up as any kind of bar to jump over. It's definitely In one terms of the, best, of the TV they watch. One of the best films released since Conan the Barbarian. And it's in that tradition. Ooh. Um, mm. The original, of course. It's mm. very good. It's very, very of good. Of course, the original Conan's awesome. It's got Darth Vader in it. Well, the voice of Darth Vader. And Darth Vader. Yeah, right. Exactly. The king, king of the snakes. Remember when he turns into a giant snake at one point? So good. So good. Yeah. And he's like ordering. Why can't they like, make movies like that anymore? All they got to do is steal someone else's comic, steal someone else's idea, steal someone else's cartoon. Actually, you know, Matt, no, there's Matt, nothing in there. Matt Damon was, I think I mentioned it last week, Matt Damon uh, was asked the question, why don't they make movies like this anymore? And it's because uh, the DVD Blu-ray market has been kicked in the nuts. And so yeah. if a $25 million film, if you only got, say, 12, this is after marketing, and you know, you, you basically, a $25 million film, you need to make $100 million to break even because you know, you got to split half of it with the um, the uh, cinemas and the movie theaters. Uh, then you've got uh, roughly the same amount of marketing as the um, original budget. Uh, but uh, if it didn't do well at the box office, you knew you could make it back with the DVD sales. But because everyone's gone to streaming, that yep. market's not there anymore. And so they have to make bankable movies and – that's why certain quality movies where a quaint little movie, you know, um, uh, a housewife um, falls in love with her husband all over again. It's just, you know, not even a comedy. It's just a, a just a, a story. Yeah, it's just, just, you know, um, simple stories, which still are great and people will love. They don't mm -hmm. make them anymore because it's such a big gamble to lose that much money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's so why getting sequels and, and – sorry, Bruce, go ahead. That's what books are for. Yeah. So, I mean, books still sell. It's like, oh, the yeah. music industry is um, taking a hit. Yeah. And explain the popularity of vinyl. I was about but to say vinyl. I would say, I would say like, it's something like Kevin Smith has done. You know, the director of Clerks and he was in Star Wars and I don't know. That's what he did something things. recently. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Clerks 3, I think, just came out. But what he does is he goes on tour with the film. And what he pointed out to me was that um, uh, when you tour with the film, that's exactly how movies were done back in the day. Like Gone with the Wind, which was like the first modern movie, was kind of toured around the country. With Just so you'd go extra kind of promo. Yeah, you'd see a, a nice theater, right? And you would have the director there sometimes. A lot of the actresses and actors and everything people involved in the film and they would tour it around the country you know um and so that may have to come back 
I think people would rather go see. Yeah, it, it works for it. Kevin, uh, and also he he will be there as well. So you, you basically get a Q and A with the makers, and sometimes there'll be the actors as well. And it's a whole because he does a speaking thing anyway. Well, I, right. um, I know he's come out here with um, Jay. Jay and Kevin have come out. Uh, well, not Jay. What's he, uh, Jason? Yeah, Jason Muse. Muse. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, they would do two, three hours, um, but having a film as well, it's you know going old school, and right we're just coming up to the break right now, so we're going old school by playing some messages. You're listening to Planet Collingwood here on Revolution Radio Studio A, and we'll be right back. And after resolving technical difficulties, we are back here on Studio A on Revolution dot Radio, uh, freedomslips.com, Revolution Radio. This is Planet Collingwood. My name is Monty Dean. Asking the hard questions, like, did Alexander the Great do it with a monkey? If you enjoyed the last hour, please go to freedomslips.com and click on the Patreon button and give what you can. We're 100% listener volunteer, so every bit helps so we can keep Studio A, B and the Hawk's Nest up and running so tens of people can listen to this show, usually on Rumble. But anyway, there you go. Then pop into the the, um, the merchandising and buy... Do we have stickers? I really should have a look, but we do have caps and T-shirts and coffee mugs. And then figure out how to get into the Element chat room, which, of course, is completely dead because Planet Colony. They're laughing so much they can't reach their keyboards. I have been joined by Brandon Young, Cortec, Bruce McDonald, and Raz. Gentlemen, how was your break? Oh, yeah, yeah. Some- real good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was break. Sometimes when I'm laughing too much, I'm holding my belly because I'm laughing too much. And I can't reach the keyboard. Wow. <clears throat> I accidentally muted the server. That's how my break was. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. I, I tried not to bring happened. that up, but um, thank you for explaining to everyone on the internet what you did. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. I am trying. Yeah, I, mean, I know we have. Because... I know we have. We have production meetings on air. <laughs> I'm trying to get, limit that. It's part anyway. of my archetype. But after seven years of using Skype, I figured out it's like, well, I don't have to start the call. I can just remove the server and then brought it back and that unmuted it. So, See, so. my my archetype just made you even better because now your archetype knows, well, the technical issues. On how yes, to solve yeah. I, I learned something because you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and balance uh, has been restored to the it. force. <laughs> I'm the chosen one. I will destroy the Sith. I didn't join them. <laughs> Lol number one. Oh, uh, number yes. Wow, I didn't expect it then so well. Wow, yeah. yeah. Oh, good segue. Uh, yeah, I didn't. It's better, better that happen after When was the last time we had our first lull in the second half? Ooh, That's what I'm I'll saying. I'll tell you right it's, now. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Go on, Chris. You coming out later on? Well, let- Lately, I've taken to walking around the mountain nude in sandals. You are coming out. Is that your new security system? No, no. Do you hold uh, concrete tablets any chance? (laughs) No, but you have a joy. You're you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Why do you you wear sandals? You can't feel the earth. There's no connection. There's a lot lot of stones on the road, Cortec, but I hear you. Um. Yeah, I like to walk around naked, and everybody's okay with it. And basically, what I've done is I've ripped the fig leaf off, and I and I have sh- shucked the shame that the serpent put upon all of us. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Like Melbourne, wherever you are, just walk right into the mall buck naked. They don't know what to do. What if you can't ashamed. find a fig leaf? They're ashamed. 
because they haven't ripped the shame off that the serpent put, a fig put leaf upon on us. The rug, okay? You got to forgo the shame the serpent put upon you. Monty's right. Come out of the closet, Cortex. Forgo the shame. The closet. Well, why anyone would off. be in a closet? Why would anyone? <laughs> be in a I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just worried about the word nude and naked and the word serpent in the same paragraph. Yeah. Can't be naked without a serpent unless you're a woman, but then no one knows what a woman is. So I know. I am <laughs> not a biologist, Cortex. No, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll have a look at it for you. <laughs> oh, spoken like a true single man. And <laughs> yeah, and that's how and that's how uh, Cortex plays. I would like to meet a policeman today. So anyway, I get out of this holding cell in about a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. And the judge says I should. Uh, anyway, enough about your love life. Uh, so just to avoid the second lull within five minutes. Um, 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 I think a lull's better than an army. <laughs> See, sometimes dead air is, you know, pregnant pause, but just sitting there going, um, 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 so, you sound like a teenager. Um, huh. Sylvester Stallone came out with a new movie. He's streaming Emily's now good. like everybody else. He's split up with Samaritan. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to give you any spoilers. But it's a desperate struggle between good and bad that can only become, that can only be overcome by reaching deep down into your heart and and fighting back beyond all reasonable points. You're talking about whether you actually. I'm telling you, it's the the movie. It's the freshest material I've seen in quite some time. He's put up with his wife. He's probably got a lot of spare time now, and thinking, "I am the, I'm the Sloan. You know, I'm, I'm, I am, I am John, the guy from try, First Blood." Try it with a Sylvester Stone accent. It's funny. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. So, I think uh, this particular wife he's been with for twenty five years, and he has three daughters with her. So. I mean, he must have really screwed up, right? But imagine the yeah. temptation in the guy's life. Poor bastard. You can't have a normal life when you go that famous as, as an actor of his type. You can't. How are you going to... I mean, Paul Newman did it, but Newman did good films too, right? Yeah. If you're going to well, present yourself the world that way, the world is going to come after you that way. And I, I guess at the job. end of the day, that's really what he wants. Yeah. I... uh I know people in the film business um, who tell a story, and I totally believe it. I forget what was being filmed. It was about 15, 20 years ago, quite a while ago. Is, but is it a lapel, he, lapel microphone story? He left a mic on while he was getting yeah. a Hummer. And, and it was <laughs> just like some some grip or some like young girl who worked on the set. Hey, baby. Uh, yeah. The slide needs a little tension release. Jack, whoa, yeah, give me that. Yeah, it's not how hard you can. <laughs> no, he's. I think he's. I, I think his lines were, work the shaft, crater the balls. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I didn't want to be vulgar though. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Yeah, you know. He wanted to walk up to the line of vulgar. He uh, didn't want to get in a taxi and drive over. I heard you were going out later on. The line, uh, the, the the line you cross where you're no longer in polite social internet content is probably a little further down the road in Australia. <laughs> I understand, and probably oh, really? totally in the gutter in Melbourne. 
It's a quagmire. We're just sitting in it all day yeah, long. I mean, it's like I, a, a light. I, I, I you can't help your stuff. I mean, look at the genetics. Look at the stock in the country. I mean, it's yeah. amazing you're not robbing yourselves. I know. It's Scottish, English, and, and Irish. It's nothing like the Canadians. We just couldn't uh, be stuffed to beat around the bush and waste time being polite when you yeah, can but, just say it how it is. But you were convicts, Monty. Convicted. Well, not me. Uh, uh, and uh, Melbourne didn't have a penal colony, so um, we're the only there ones that penal colony. A Top fair and even-handed judicial process. And then you were yeah. sent to Australia. Yep, stole a loaf of bread, seven years in Australia. That seems fair. Yeah, I mean, that should be the case, right, to fracture the critical race theory right there. Well, we didn't come here voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> this was punishment. What do, you, what do you mean critical race theory? This was punishment. Right. Supposed to be. So you're saying you should go back to Africa? Oh, no, that's a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, they said they sent us to a much better place than actually England itself. So actually, I, I should clarify for listeners: I was doing a, a my character was the voice of someone saying it was punishment. I'm not saying Africa's a shithole. I think actually what would happen if uh, the African Americans in the uh, in the United States said we're going home to uh, Africa, and the Africans go, no, you're not. Stay oh, too there. late! Too late! As Monty, someone the from an African nation, I can say Africa is a shithole. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, fair enough. Well, <laughs> Rez reporting on the spot there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've, I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. I don't know if it's happening, but uh, remember the there was Africans and African and Americans having a Twitter war. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Afri Africans didn't want African Americans anywhere near them. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, because the African, yeah, the Americans were complaining about stuff, and yeah. and, and the uh, the First Nations were going, you, you don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> can find, you can find a popular podcast for almost everything now. A, a week and a half ago, I was watching this these two black dudes from Africa, and they do this brilliant podcast. They've got tens of thousands of subscribers. And all they do is deconstruct the whining of the they have an actual expression for it, like FB something like uh, foundling born Africa, something about like to distinguish them as blacks born in America rather than emigrating in 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 that lifetime. Yep. And they just like completely deconstruct all the arguments, the bullshit victim consciousness, explain what it's like to get a work visa to America when you're when you finished a master's degree in Ghana and how grateful you are to have access to the most open market in the world and how well you can do and just I couldn't mm. believe what I was watching man and um I'm hoping That's for like more a whole of bunch it of positivity to me well, I, well I, yeah I, I mean who else could say that though they got us all shut down. You, you know, you you can't speak. It's it's like they want to have a debate, but you're not allowed to actually debate them, right? Yeah. And 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 then these these outside. And this is what the podcast market has done. Any hole, any content hole you can think of, somebody's trying to putty it up right now. I'll tell you. Well, you know, it's funny. And my my brother, my older brother, he was in uh, Rotterdam. And he called me and he was like, hey, would you, he's into like, you know, ufology and all that. And what's trending now is the Skinwalker Ranch, you know, thing. And I it's guess on it's TV. a podcast. It's a no, podcast. it's on TV. I saw it somewhere on TV. I watched the first yeah, episode. It's it's like thank you for, guy thank you for catching up. Yeah, there is a Skinwalker television show. Around. Yes. I think they're up to season three now. There's like three seasons of it, yeah. 
Right. Over here, we can see we've got some crazy readings. Everybody get in the car and try and act scared for the cameras. But I believe mean? that Bruce and Monty did the audiobook uh, together. So Stardust uh, Ranch, you're talking Skinwalker, though. Skinwalker. Yes, no. Skinwalker we, we Stardust Ranch are two different We're things. the other one. Skinwalker uh, okay. goes back to Indian and Blue Book. Right, right. We, right. Know, we, we, know, we know you were trying to do a solid, Brandon. I was, but I do know Stardust Ranch as well, and I knew yeah. I know the guy. Um, so uh, I get this email like three days ago, like, what is it now? Oh, it's Tuesday. No, I think it was like either Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. I mean, it's only September, find it. Bruce. If, yeah, dude, you have no idea how you lose track of time on this mountain. There really is a thing called the Roman numeral time system, and once you live out of it, it's like trying to get up on a wave, getting back into it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's August? It's like, no, tomorrow's what? September. What? <laughs> so this anyway, is going a good holiday. Some dude, some dude named Carlos from podstatus.com. Hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Stardust Rants, has good performance in Apple Podcasts rankings in the last 30 days. And we're to the number 44 position in the category of books in Germany and 152, oh, wow. 152 in the category of arts in Germany. And happy podcasting, he says. Like, I mean, they're trying to sell their service. Like, you can see all the stats and everything, right? But I mm. thought that was a cool intro email. And, you know, do you, fun fact, folks. Do you know that the Germans are um, the biggest readers in the world? Like per capita, they, the Germans buy it. more more books than anybody else. They're a reading culture. Yeah. yeah. Very intelligent people. So uh, that's pretty heartening. That I'm doing sense, everything too. I can to make Monty famous. Well, if you think about it, um, wasn't the printing press um, created in Germany? Was Brian that Bur the book that yeah, you were reading yeah. that, was, that, that uh, Bruce was talking about, Monty? Maybe they sense your Prussianness. He's real quick, ain't he? <laughs> Apparently, there are some Deutschlandians listening to me for seven hours. Mm. It's the Prussianness in your voice. They can sense. Yeah, it. yeah. Don't don't mention I'm Polish. <laughs> well, I'm part. It's Polish. all one big melange. Over that, that's oh, yeah. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who's uh, Greek extraction, and I was pointing out how the left hards, you know, you're white, so you're racist. I'm not white. I'm Greek. Yeah, Greek is Greeks are whites, and of course he was saying, well, you know, on the other side of the Mediterranean, there's Africa, so there'll be mixed. You know, technically there's a mixture, but for the left hards, it's like, no, you're white, you're Greek. Yeah, yeah, well tanned. Yeah, yeah. Just, and people forget that the Egyptians are Africans. Yeah. Easy to forget. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good conversation starter, Monty. Did you see? <laughs> I saw a, in... <laughs> I saw a great meme, uh, a great joke of uh, why why are the pyramids in Egypt? Because the British Museum can't move them. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's <laughs> a good one. They should get it. They should give all that stuff back. But then the Egyptians just claimed that it was them that did it. They I know, slowly I are. Was it a skull or some out of no, it's Cortex. Jesus has nothing. It's, it's just it. embarrassing. Like, I mean, seriously. But they're slowly giving about, yeah, when they get confronted, it's like, hey, I'm so sorry. Here you go. Thanks yeah. for the lend. 
I saw recently they're, they're a big <laughs> swathe of stuff they gave back. You going out later on, Bruce? It's embarrassing. Uh, no, no, it's pretty <laughs> late at night, dude. Late at night. I'll be going to bed after this show. It all happens late at night on the mountain with no clothes, just a pair of sandals. Yeah, exactly. How do you I say sandals in Spanish? <laughs> chancletas. Hombre de chancletas. So, my, my good friend who uh, owns like a surf resort down in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Um, has, um, is there right now. And it's, it's just like a place where like, it's the best surfing in Nicaragua, supposedly. But it's in the middle of nowhere, you know? But he, we've Will learned- you catch the best breaks? We can catch shrimp. That's the thing. We can catch, you know, some shrimp growing. Ron, sorry. <laughs> so what can um, you do with that shrimp as he sets giant. up the um the Forrest Gump impression? Shrimp, yeah. shrimp well, gumbo. Shrimp stew. Shrimp. Get jumbo shrimp. Fried shrimp. Shrimp. Shrimp by the sea. We get shrimp stew. Jumbo shrimp. You got there. <laughs> Curried shrimp, you got shrimp salad, you get it. That's right. Yeah, I'm that great. Don't make, don't make shrimp pie. Stupid is someone, what stupid does. You want to hear that in Spanish? Stupid is what stupid do is. Uh, I, I heard someone read that. You want that one in Spanish? You want yeah, that one it. in Spanish? Oh, oh yeah. Tonto es con tonto haces. Here's a question for you guys. Sounds like more syllable. What does Indiana stand for in, in Spanish? What does that mean? Indiana? Yeah. Bruce? I don't know. Indian. The Indian. Indio, we say. Indio unativo. Ah. In, si, yeah. Senor. Yeah. Might be You're listening to right. you unless you're immersed in the culture. You're listening to Duolingo. Funny. I would have to learn Spanish. Um, Duolingo. Biblioteca. Um, vamanos. Donde está la biblioteca? Yeah, don't think so. Rolando is talking to Luis. What is yeah. he saying to his friend Samantha, who is sitting by the library? Yeah. The one, word, one, the one word I know in Spanish is que. Which means what? So that makes conversations okay. very difficult. Yeah. Well, same which I got French. from um, uh, Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers, yeah. Uh, okay. Faulty, for, Faulty Towers. I'm going to be fighting Faulty Towers. Did you oh, say. Why, why, excuse me, sir. Why is it every uh, Englishman that you impersonate is drunk? Why is it an elderly English Prince, woman? You haven't talked to Prince Philip, you see. That no, he's dead. <laughs> well, he might be dead to you. To me, he's quite alive, you, you see. Oh, you're one of those secret society chaps where Prince Phil yeah. is stuck in a coffin somewhere yeah. with, a, with a broom handle up his back, and you pray to him every fortnight. Every he's fortnight. He's actually downstairs. He's quite, he's, he, he is downstairs in the, the cellar basement area, and, and I, he possesses me. And he makes me dig up the bodies and eat the body and parts. Just, I think, and um, scene. <laughs> yeah, that was there. like a year ago. 
Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> Unintended, you're digging a hole. How do you feel? How did that make you feel? Yeah, what, what was it was like he was liberating, you know? Possessing people and making them dig. Hmm. In some cultures, that's how they find wives. But, yeah. Um, well, that's, exactly. how the Democrats, dig for a while. that's how the Democrats find voters. That's how the Democrats. Nice. Well, let's try and rein this in a little bit. <laughs> Good luck. You want interest rates, uh, javelin missiles in Ukraine, seventy percent of the of of the the wedding money that we're sending to Ukraine is just disappearing. Um, oh yeah, did you see? Did you yeah. loan forgiveness? Yeah, they've gone all BLM and started buying houses and started getting caught and stuff. Yeah, I mean the Western economy is shutting down faster than a Chinese barbecue, man. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be closed in five minutes. They're shutting it down like once, like it's literally like watching Barnum Bailey take a circus down. I mean, every single pillar of the economy, the German, the German prime minister goes over and he can't even get natural gas from Canada. So Trudeau is going to let Germany freeze. It's it's mind boggling. You know, we're at at war. We're at war. We're allegedly we're we're at war like NATO is backing Ukraine, at least in terms of rhetoric and money and weapons 100 billion just from the u.s i don't know what the total nato commitment is probably all the other nato countries combined have matched the 100 billion that the u.s kicked in 200 billion dollars has just gone into a country folks that has no regulation that is the global money launderer and we don't have any clue what's going on over there They're, they're literally they're literally doing it right in front of our eyes while we're talking about what they might have done on a laptop two years ago, they're literally actually doing it in front of our eyes and going, what are you going to do about it? It's another one of exactly. those things where they're actually doing it. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Put yeah, it up ha- on Facebook, we'll the, take it down. And half the social media um, uh, people have uh, the Ukrainian so flags it. because we, we support the Ukraine. Well, I, I support the Ukrainian people because they're, they're having the bomb shit out of them, but not the, the government that um, uh, they they arrest journalists, they ban opposition uh, political parties, they were genociding Russians in Donbass. And th- there's a whole list of, like, um, I'm like the Ukrainians are the good guys because um, back well, in that- the 40s, um, most of the West would have invaded that shit. No lull there. Someone was about to say something. Who was it? Well, I mean, the actual combat is so lopsided, it's actually morally unjust to demand that people fight in the Ukraine. It's it's literally a death sentence. And they don't give a shit. It's, it's like, it's not even a war. They're just like, no. they're just literally clearing the population there the way they cleared California with the fires. It's um, li- population. Yeah, here's a question for you, Bruce. Name another war where a leader did a Vogue photo shoot. Yeah, excellent point. Do, do, you, his, do, you, do you remember Winston Churchill doing you know, a quick, um, he, here's, my, here's my study, here's my East Wing, while the, the, the Germans are bombing London? Yeah, yeah but and, Clinton was on Sports Illustrated. Yeah, but there wasn't a war going on. I think that was the question. But it was you're going to say, can you show me a, show me a question who's had a couple of blowjobs or had a you know a GQ a photo shoot? You could have given a couple. Yeah, it was a swimsuit. <laughs> oh man, sorry. I know. Sorry. I know. All right, it's cool. 
But yeah, anyone who was on a magazine during wartime, plenty of people. Yeah, a lot not of people a photo shoot. Hitler did not get out of... Hugo Boss and's gone. This is our new uniforms for the 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 nineteen forty two fall collection. Wait, who who you're saying got this treatment recently? Lazinski actually oh, did, did a, with his wife did a Vogue photo shoot. Okay, so they did an article on him. No, he had oh. a photo shoot. Okay, so anyone anyone combining forces with these things, whether it be these guys or Eurovision, has to be considered bought and just left behind at this stage, don't they? Well, I mean, we have to put oh these things, these things in, in companies in categories. Well, Welcome to September 2022, Cortec. I mean, this it's September tomorrow, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, it's this yet. is this is what oh. causes me the most reflection, is that they don't even have any any desire to hide it anymore and that has to tell you something right they're either completely lunatics and they're suicidal or they know something we don't and they've started openly mocking us yeah and yeah ever since since building building seven there's been an attitude well Who's going to stop us? Superman? That's a movie. It's not going to happen. The world the saw that reflected in the in the different traits that the other world leaders around the world would do that they saw America get away with or American politicians brazenly get away with. They just tried on two. And who's going to stop them? No one, really. You know, so it's the yeah. same attitude. Who's going to stop them? Except humanity, but yeah. Yeah. How? Yeah, how when they're the stuck next, in a system, is, we've been how asking how for years, a, a, Cortec. That's that's why we're here to figure well, out how we can do it. As Backer would say, it's probably the most important question, you know. And, and if we just we 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 don't get beyond that, okay, hope in the next election that it will change. You know, this is we just go around in circles forever. It's probably been going around like this for five thousand years now. Yes. Thank you for coming to the party. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. It's like, yeah, well, duh. Sorry, uh, I'm Gen X. It's like, yeah, huh? Groovy. Uh, <laughs> we need to get, we need to make some new things. We need to turn the TV off. Stop talking about yes, movies. Yes, Stop watching yes, movies. Yes, yes, yes. Just get to the end of the conversation. How? And I'll use the example. Have you ever gone to yeah, a blockbuster? Have you ever stopped not interrupting? Have you ever been to a blockbuster with two friends and tried to pick a movie? Now, expand yeah, that onto how you're going to get humanity to work as one. Um, no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> by, by, you know, not trying to have um, an, an overreaching, overarching kind of people or organisation that says it's this way for the world. Any organization that says this is a world organization or this is the world something or the you, this or that has designs on world domination. Yes. We need localized we need localized government, you know, to do the things in our area and stuff like that. But we don't need top down tyranny because yeah. they always lose the communication gap. And, and we're still the, the we're, communication and, gap and, is crossed. And we get back to doesn't how? help anyone. We're still we're back how? where we started. I think we need just to abandon these 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 systems. And how is that going to happen? This, like it's some kind of cognitive impairment. Let's here. work it out. Work it out. <laughs> we have been Start for seven a, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, look, I, I I think that I've come as close as anybody, you know, to to giving a possible remedy. 
And that is to pursue the highest level of autonomy you can pursue. Because when you're in their system, they really have a lot of control over you. And yep. they're using that control now. And you could actually make the case now that this is why they so fine stitch this system. So, and you never noticed it, right? Do you guys remember when bank machines came out? You like, I'm, I'm 56. So I, I actually remember yeah. when ATM machines, hey man, you can, you don't have to go to the bank anymore. You can, they give you a card, you can go to a machine, you know, and everything seems so normal and it just, it just evolves so rapidly. And we didn't really see this infrastructure growing around us, but it is, it's 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 a bondage dungeon is what it is. Yeah, the next step I mean, is to yeah. um go uh, cashless, and that's where we we lose uh, a major chunk of our freedom because it's all digital. Yeah, I don't think that's. I think a lot of people that are informed about that after what happened in Canada don't want to push it to that level because they can see exactly how how quickly things well, yeah, can be yeah, turned but, on and off. I mean, off. a lot of people not wanting it is different from stopping it. And because they'll still yeah. try and do it, I do remember from the uh, ATMs. We used to call them ATM machines. It was like, well, the M means machine, so you just call it a machine yeah. machine. But mm. an auto teller, auto, automatic teller machine. Uh, mid eighties, mid to late eighties, they came in, and um, I was at my scout troop. Yes, I was part of a paramilitary organization, but I don't want to talk I about scouts. It was sick. Uh, all right, well, <laughs> won't tap that. Won't tap that idea. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Someone, uh, one of the leaders, uh, had a friend who worked for uh, the Commonwealth Bank. It used to be owned by the pe the people. Then they sold it to the people, which is kind of weird. However, uh, they <laughs> apparently those uh, those ATMs they had uh, a voice, not voice recognition, but they had voice interface, and so the mm. machine could talk to you. What is funny though, it was it had a Scottish accent. So if you imagine that, it's like a withdrawal. And what do you think you're going to do with that, laddie? You're going to spend <laughs> your money? I don't think so. Sean Connery would give you a slap. <laughs> what about your burns, you bastard? <laughs> so I just wanted to add that. So, yeah, back to Cortex. How? Yeah, no, he I think Bruce is, the right. <laughs> Bruce is completely, completely, completely right. It's about making the things that they think they're useful for completely autonomous to ourselves and it's about us making them completely irrelevant because they're completely dangerously incompetent in everything they put their hands corrupt. to. They're corrupt. I mean, so, the, on, on paper they work, but they're corrupt. Go ahead, Bruce. So one of the most interesting stories I've seen in the last couple of weeks is the Amish uh, uh, raid. I, I forget what department of the federal government was a part of it. Food and drug or one I don't them. know. Yeah, but it's what the it's what these Amish were doing, and this is this is what incited the raid. So they had gone off Amish land, and they have decide they had decided that they no longer wanted to sell their produce to the you know licensed butchers and whatever their distribution channels were back then, because um, the way they raised their animals, there would be it would be organic. They would be doing the high end meat right and stuff like yeah. that. So they wanted to profit so, off their own distro. Yeah, so what they did was they amwaited. They just went to the what they call the English outside their Amish community in the local towns and said, look, they're talking about food shortages and everything. Here's what we can guarantee year in, year out. We want to do a food co-op, you know, and every month you guys kick in, you know, give us $500. We'll give your family all the food you need. We'll give you this many 
And I, I never know at these moments whether to speak metric or standard. And given the balance of um, measurement systems on this roundtable, I'm going to make Brandon the odd man out and go with metric. But, metric, you know, yeah. you're going to get this many kilograms of beef, this many kilograms of lamb and and. And it's all significantly cheaper and better food. And the Amish end up making, it's actually brilliant economy. And this is what they don't want us to do. They don't want us to go backwards to cottage industries. They're, they're absolutely terrified of that. And that's why, because that's the way out. That's the way you yeah. slip the, that's the way you slip the um, straitjacket, right? In this Houdini yeah. trick. And like so any, but with that, the heavy handedness with which they went after the Amish, it sort of woke a lot of people up and said, well, why would they be doing that? And, you know, aren't they talking about a food shortage? There's all kinds of farmers podcasting now too, American farmers, like real farmers, not, you know, uh, not, not, not millennials, not yeah, millennials who quit their job in Silicon Valley and bought a farm and got burned out at 27, like real generational farmers doing podcasts now telling you like front lines what's going on like how hard it is to farm now yeah. how hard it is to it's not in england there, um, there are Gary, shortages on cattle feed now and so the mm -hmm. prices go up so they're 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 basically so what they're going to do is they're going to take the price of cattle feed to the point where the the business model they came up with over the last 20 30 years of how you successfully do cattle is going to be broken it's like and in every one of these tension points, they create an almost unbearable tax. So for the trucking industry, it's the price of diesel, which is beyond mm. gasoline now, yeah. which makes no sense. There's less refinement in diesel, much mm. less. It should be cheaper, yes. right? So anyways, that's my rant. I'll pass yeah, it over. No, no, uh, in, in the United Kingdom, Jeremy Clarkston, uh, who's um, from Top Gear, and um, he writes for – not the Guardian. He writes for a newspaper. Um, yeah. You know, well-known celebrity. He, he's got his money. Uh, last year or the year before, he decided to actually go into farming, and they filmed it. It's a, it, it's fascinating uh, to watch. You don't have to love farming. You can see how it is. Farming's great on paper. Don't do it. But it looks it's something like Clarkson's uh, Farm or something. Yeah, Clarkson's Farm, and they're doing season two. And because he's going through the whole same thing, and he's um, started to voice – what he's going through as well as because he's got his um you know his earnings from top gear he's okay but you've got the um you know, the, the general farmer that's just you know surviving from harvest to harvest and so he starts um being like a voice uh person voice person for the farming industry because he knows if it's hard for him, it's going to be much harder on on these generational families that have just scraped by giving food for everyone to eat. And of course, what did the UK government? The only thing the UK government has put forward to help these farmers is a retirement package. They've oh, actually got a retirement. They've got a retirement program for farmers. And it's like there's going to be a food oh, shortage, Lee. and you want farmers to retire. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does seem it does seem like coming back to all this stuff that we seem like seems intentional on the uh, on the intergalactic game show URF and just trying to get better ratings by by making something you yeah. know just 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 rise to a boiling point where there has to be 
no, there's, there's well, no, it's well, it's about control and depopulation. I don't think they're they're not trying to do the positive thing of waking uh -oh. people up. I would say that that's a byproduct, and they are not aware of the waking people up because of their don't, their arrogance and hubris of like, well, we're going to control them, and they'll just you know they'll own nothing Monty. and they'll enjoy it. Monty yeah, so say the bad thing. Frenzied, Monty say the bad downfall. thing. Monty say bad. Monty say bad. Depopulation. It's all about depopulation. If you can't see that now, you're just not looking. And, you know, so, but I mean, it's a reflection of a deeper spiritual crisis, I think. And it, I see it more and more as a necessary transition because the, the world we've created is, it can't go forward. I mean, the West, the West has really done a bad job. Like, our system doesn't work. Global capitalism doesn't work. It doesn't work. It, it would right? if it wasn't it's the retro. corruption. It, it's the corruption in the system. Capitalism, capitalism only works, and this is why they invest so much money in technology. Capitalism only works if there's constantly a new level of productivity or a new economy of scale created. Yeah. But look, I mean... They they started cranking out MBAs in the 80s. That became the it degree for quite a while. There's all these business people now. There's not a business in the world that 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 hasn't been measured out to the last grain of rice now. They know everything, man. They've mapped all the resources on the planet. We, you can mathematically map out the life of capitalism now unless the money goes into pure conceptual creation. But conceptual creation doesn't really work. When you think about it, it doesn't, software doesn't really work. Yeah, you might pay a bit of money for a headset for some virtual reality or something, but it, you got, we got, it's not a primary economy unless the things that we're creating in technology dramatically save us time and increase productivity in all areas. Like if, if they created a, a small, you know, $2,000 tractor tread robot that could harvest Abaca, I would go, oh my God, I'm buying five of them. Get me a bank loan. That's a brilliant investment. But none, no real inventiveness has been happening. You know, so it's, it's, it's not, not really it's, precisely. It's, you beat me, you beat me to my, my closing line, Monty, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, we, the water engine, everything we went through in the 70s and 80s, it's always been about controlled economies. We never rebelled in the past because there was always like, you know, a chicken in our pot, a, a sea-doo in our garage, a, you know, a pickup truck in our driveway. We had a house, even though we had a high school education. Nowhere else in the world can you have a big ranch bungalow with, with a high school education and some gumption other than the U.S. Everything is titled is, now. The whole world is titled. Mean, Hold on. I'm not done. Hold okay. on. You got to understand this titling thing, okay? Because this is what we were fleeing in Europe. You, you got to, the first thing you need to know about people who crave titles is that they're psychopaths. Anybody. Mm. I, don't, I, I don't care what the title is. There, there's an element of sociopathology, especially if the person prefers to be addressed in title in non-professional circumstances. Oh, hello, doctor. Uh. That, that, you know? Right. So title allows you title allows you to operate outside of your being. So it's 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 basically demonic pantomime is what it is. And it's it's right. It's everywhere now. And when we came to North America, there was none of it. And in like 300 years, we've built this 
the West up to the most class-ridden, dot-on-your-forehead, bullshit bloodline culture ever. Like, Australia and Canada don't have this bloodline thing. It's a big thing in the United States now. Like, the, the dynasty, you know? And I find it very ironic, given that you guys revolted against it and had an actual revolution for independence. Uh, if I may, Europe infected the New World. They followed over, and that that's where you get the corruption. Like, uh, we have to depopulate. There's too many people. Well, no, we have bad management, and it's usually because of corruption. And yeah. so most of the systems that, you know, Cortec points out, today, the way they are, you are 100% correct. However, if you write them down pa on paper and take the corruption out, it's a very good starting point. If there was accountability and, well, just accountability, we're at a good starting point where things would hum along correctly, but everyone wants their bit how, how do you say it bruce everyone wants their cut i went to a music festival last this weekend last recently and uh cashless it's like oh you bastard so everything's by the um by a card 12 dollars for a can of beer no hand job at the same time, every time you um, you tap your card, there is a surcharge of 1.8%. Yeah. You sons of bitches. That's festival prices. Uh, there's festival, I mean, you'd be lucky just to be at a festival in Australia these days, the way they've taken out the organisation, the, the, you know, that even for a while between 2020 and 2022, you'd see people trying to put on organisers, these people who had done it in the past, whoever it would be, and within a day or two, they would go, oh, We've had a corona, got to shut you down. Oh, your insurance is not going to pay out. And it happened like six or seven times. You know, is an attack on the uh, trying to take out these festivals. So, you know, no, it's, it's a byproduct because we need to get back to controlling no idea COVID and restrictions. About. And uh, the thing is, now there are people are starting to talk about a royal commission into the government's multiple governments' response yes, to management. the pandemic because mismanagement. Are you kidding me? It's criminal. I'm sorry I was but... saying what they're saying. Don't be sorry. I, well, that, they said mismanagement. We know it wasn't mismanagement. They they gleefully did it all. And you can see it yeah. in, um, like, half the leaders. They, they can't hide the so, smirk. All yeah. of these... If you have a look at the pattern with festivals, then you will see that it's, a, it's, it's intentional. Over to you, Bruce. Sorry. Jesus. Um, God, I, I said so. You don't say Jesus. No, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. So look, if they get away with this, okay, if they allow the actual data of the deaths and the okay, so you got two things. You got the deaths by side effect, which are far greater than what they projected when they released the vaccine and told us it was completely safe. The numbers are way higher massive numbers of fatalities. We've got signs everywhere telling us that young people have hearts and stro uh, heart attacks and strokes now, you know, mm -hmm. in sc high school washrooms. It's ridiculous, okay? So there, this is again another example of the two streams of information. On the one hand, they're telling you, they're literally telling you exactly what's going on. And then on the other yeah. hand, when you go and you say, am I, am I seeing this correctly? Is this, are you killing us? Oh. Don't be crazy, right? And it's it's so that from my research and study, this is what the the, the satanic crowd calls gaslighting, or you know, it's it, it's like the the way you would create terror in a victim before you were going to harvest them chemically and psychically. 
the, it, it's being done to the whole society now. We're in the middle of a huge ritual. And then you throw the blood into it, which is what Ukraine is really about. And you basically, I think we're witnessing the last stand of some kind of black magic group on the planet. And I think this is their last stand. God yeah. wins everything now going forward. <laughs> and there's all these dramas, but they're it's fascinating totally. to watch. But yeah, this is pure black magic. And what they don't realize is that the the environment and the frequency has changed so much. Their rituals aren't working anymore. They're either they flat no power out. here. Well, no, they, they did. They do. And they did. They um, did. Thank you, Cortec. Anybody else? As you, Ooh, as you <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's interesting what Bruce was saying about, you know, I was thinking Zelensky um, as well, you know, as a um, blood sacrifice. And like you were saying, every, everybody's sort of drawn to that. Uh, yeah, that's fascinating to think about and, and to think about the world stage as a ritual. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're well, telling you. Yeah. It's not it's not just um, the Ukrainians either. There's a lot of Europeans going right. over there to do mercenary work because they're paying three thousand dollars a month U.S., which yeah. in uh, which is a lot of money for a lot of these countries like Romania, Hungary, you know, places like that. So basically, I mean, they're just um, let me let me just put it to you this way without becoming too racial. I, I seriously doubt there are very many African Europeans going to the Ukraine to fight. Right. So basically, they're killing a bunch of white people. They're drawing all these white people into a battle. It's a white right. bloodletting is what it is, which is what Ukraine's role has been cyclically now for, for the beginning of two different centuries. Very right. interesting why the geography is, why so much bloodletting happens in the same spot. It's almost like a glitch in the matrix. It yeah. isn't. It, it isn't a glitch. There's a reason they go back to the same spots, you know, because there's there's already there's already energy, psychic energy charge there, ghost energy. There's, you know, dead people energy. When people die badly, they linger for long periods of time in these little astral buffer zones. What was one not, of the um, uh, not everybody like I, I don't want to scare the scare the kids at home. If you've done significant. If you've done significant spiritual work, prayer or meditation for a decade or longer, you'll probably be able to snap out of it. But a lot of people, I mean, you just look at how spiritually dead people are now. You wonder what happens to them in the afterlife. Not much. It's, mm -hmm. it's all, they're, they're, a lot of people, their lives are the same as they are here, except they don't have to eat. Well, right? How many um, uh, massacres happened during World War II around the Ukraine? I know there's a famous one of... I mean, I'm getting it from a James Bond movie, but weren't the Cossacks um, uh, betrayed by the English? And um, there was a famous one where, was it German troop? There was a, a, a large amount of German troops in a forest. And the, that area, as Bruce has been saying, that area is um, very famous for having mass death on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mass death is everywhere there. So it's not on the I see... I well, see. we just don't know, do we, Cortec? Would you like to look that up and maybe tell us rather than... No, it's not. Okay. Um, Jesus. I see. I see. I see sandwiches. I see. 
I'm going to try. I'm just trying to get you back there. I see. Lulz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. We were going so well, and then the rock <laughs> that is Cortec landed on the track. The rock's supposed to be president. Did you hear that? No, that's John David Morton's idea of we're going to have uh, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, and uh, Michelle Obama for 2024. What Was it his idea? Yes. I'm not sure. I've seen it in a lot of places. Yeah, but with with, um, uh, uh, Michelle Obama? Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen the picture. I've seen someone mock up some kind of thing where they put them in the same room. Uh, it's not. It's not pretty. And they say the rock's smart enough to be a, a figurehead, but uh, I think yeah. people want a bit more. Yeah, that Mike Judge movie is becoming more real, isn't it? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah. I like this show where I got the name wrong constantly. Idiosyncrasy. You know that one. <laughs> no, but have you seen Tenant? Anybody? Yes. Christopher Nolan film. Yes. Yeah. Um, it got it came out during I think the pandemic too. Yes. So, uh, it didn't really do very well at the box office or anything like that. People kind of skipped over it, but uh, it talks about time travel and um, how you the military would go about protecting it and 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 so on. Um, and the opening scene takes place in the Ukraine. Yeah, because um, Kenneth Branagh is playing an um, Irish, a uh, Russian gangster. Right. So, so the, he goes to this opera house in the Ukraine, and they have to go back. Um, it's very, it's almost like it's the like Nolan may have been warning us or something like that. I don't know. It's 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 something. Well, like at the same time, he may have just got into the the creative. Um, cosmic side of things and just realize that all this shit happens in the Ukraine. Uh, and uh, with Tenant, I would recommend watching it twice because yes. with with everything happening, uh, the, see, their form of time travel is you actually can turn around in the time stream and you go backwards in your normal time, but you're actually going the reverse way of the time stream. Right. So it's not like you get in a TARDIS and pop up in Germany 1946. But what's interesting me, to me is that it's the military that basically it's a secret, secret, secret elite worldwide um, shadow government called Tenet. And um, it's just, oh, the, but you're right, you got to watch it twice. You really do. Yeah, well, to- just even from a point of view watching, it's like, how do they do that? Like, well, my creative brain's trying to watch it. It's like, did they film that twice or what? What you know, is that all CGI? It, it is yeah. quite, yeah. So it's quite good. And they got that, and they got that brilliant American Dynasty stuff going on with Denzel Washington's kid in the lead. Is that who it is? This is John yeah. David Washington. He's a good actor. Yeah. He, he did a good job. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the love interest, if you could say that, is one of the tallest people in the world, and she's Australian. Oh really? Yeah, she's huge. Remember when she's standing next to her son, and I think his her son's up to her knee. What does she top out at? What's her height? Oh, really? I don't know. You you are on the internet, which is the Library of Atlantis. Just go to tenants. Cortex kid. Like eight foot, eight foot tall. It's like spider tending bar in the card club. 
You want to use my deal whiskey too, Charlie? I heard you going out later. No, I on. thought you said I thought you said to tell me that to, to, to go fuck myself. <laughs> like Why would I tell you? Michael oh, I, 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 <laughs> Imperioli, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Imperioli. The actor's studio with Bruce McDonald. <laughs> Careful, someone's oh, that idea. Tech. You are you, you are like ice itself to fluidity. <laughs> I re- yesterday I watched a movie from my childhood ish or my my younger days, uh, starring uh, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Apparently it flopped at the cinemas, and I can see why. But it was really big, and it's a cult classic now. And one of the great lines is uh, Wayne Newton, who is playing. Um, uh, Julian Grendel, ah, Ford, you're an island of reality in a sea of diarrhea. Nice. That's how I think about myself. But you're an island of reality in a sea. You're a piece of shit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the other way around. Oh, you're a like sea a, of diarrhea. Like, I, Monty, like I, I, I seriously diarrhea. doubt he even listened to what you said. In, in and I'm being serious. Uh, some great, and also Ed O'Neill singing "Booty Time" is just worth watching it. Uh, so, if you haven't seen that comedy and you want to see what it was like in 1990, you can watch it and go, "Ah, why does Monty like this?" Oh. And Multiple plus, values. then people say, "Have you seen this?" And you go, "Yes." <laughs> Do you want to watch it again? No. <laughs> I'll watch it. Ford Fairlane. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane with Andrew Dice Clay. It was his first major uh-huh. um, acting role. Yeah, I and think I remember that. It's got Lauren Holly, um, Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. Priscilla Presley, uh, Tone Loke, Sheila E, Robert England or Ungland, however you say his name. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it's a classic. Yes, and some great lines. And uh, apparently, uh, one of our local TV stations, um, Channel Ten, tried to show a version of it, and because of all the swearing and jokes, I think it went for half an hour. The movie goes for an hour and 40 minutes, but <laughs> the TV version was like, Clint Eastwood, and then fade. I'm like, yeah, good good call. Interesting. I had a friend that, that wrote for the uh, Friday the 13th uh, films, and um, he came up with a sort of, you know, they had the Nintendo video game. Uh, they were going to release a second and a third one. And he actually worked on those two games. Pretty funny. Okay. We're coming up to the end of Planet Collingwood. It's been a mishmash and all over the shop, as usual, and Cortec bashing. So we've achieved pure Planet Collingwood, so it was good. Uh, any passing thoughts? Uh, Raz, um, uh, uh, welfare check, are you still awake? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a pleasure listening to you guys. I mean, whatever you guys were talking about, I can remember <laughs> yeah. like, Bingo. two seconds of it, something about the economy and something about people. Depopulation, I think I got that yeah, one. Yeah, where the shot and chaser in the same glass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love more, too. Yeah, any parting, uh, parting shots, thoughts? No, no, there's nothing interesting these days, but like someone said before, try to survive till uh, 2025, was it? Yeah, stay alive yeah. to 25. Stay alive. Brandon but Young. Yes. Any passing Thank- thoughts, sir? Yes, sir. Um, good night, everybody. That's a thought, and I like it. Cortec, in here we go. <laughs> this is me coming in your ears. 
I hope you're going out later on, Chris. Yeah, I, I am. I'm actually going to my impro course. And on the 15th of September, for those in Melbourne, on the 15th of September, I'm hitting the stage for the first time in four years. So I'll be improvising, making it up as I go along. Uh, Bruce, Frogs and Bees McDonald's. Any can, we, uh, can we get some u- video on that, Monty? Maybe throw it up on your channel? Possibly. All right, then. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. That's Blunt Collingwood for another week. We'll be back in six hours and 22, six days and 22 hours. You're listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. See you soon. I love you from afar, but we'll keep it that way.